0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Crypto Lounge podcast. On this channel, I will be keeping you up to date on the rapidly developing cryptocurrency space and keeping you all updated on the current prices of Bitcoin along with a few other top coins in the market. On today's episode, we will be discussing Buterin support BTC to Ethereum Mix, buying crypto with the Apple card violates its customer agreement, Grayscale to conduct one of the largest single day crypto transfers. From having to having, Litecoin has seen massive rise. And Bitcoin.com appoints new CEO as Roger Veer leaves position. And as a disclaimer, I am not your financial advisor. These episodes are made for entertainment purposes only, and I will never tell you what to do with your own money. Cryptocurrency is very volatile and high risk, and you should be sure to do plenty of research before investing yourself. With that being said, let's see what's going on in the crypto world. Bitcoin is bigger than the internet, bigger than the industrial revolution. It is not money for the internet, but the internet of money. Alrighty, so let's hop on in. Blockade Games using Bitcoin Lightning Network as an interface for Ethereum contracts. On July 31st... Blockchain-focused game developer Blockade Games posted an article about implementation of Bitcoin Lightning Network as an interface for Ethereum contracts in order to enable instant payments in Bitcoin while simultaneously triggering a series of events on Ethereum or any other chain. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin tweeted on the news on August 2nd, drawing attention to the fact that a blockchain developer used both Ethereum and Bitcoin. When asked about his thoughts on the initiative, Buterin appeared to encourage the move, claiming further on the thread that the future of cryptocurrency is diverse and pluralist. Earlier in July, Buterin proposed implementation of Bitcoin Cash blockchain as a temporary scalability solution for the Ethereum network. The firm expects to launch the code on mainnet using real Ether in the next couple of weeks. While Blockade Games believes that Ethereum will be crucial to the future of non-fungible assets in blockchain gaming, the firm also thinks that Bitcoin will be the future of money. Blockade elaborated that a significant number of their players prefer to hold most or even all of their funds in Bitcoin. As noted in the post, the the mechanism of integration of Bitcoin, Lightning Network, and Ethereum smart contracts could be part of Blockade's upcoming Ethereum-based role-playing game, Neon District. Blockade Games has deployed the project by using its code on the Rinkaby testnet and is planning to launch it on mainnet using real Ether in a couple of weeks. As previously reported, Lightning Network is a second layer over the blockchain of Bitcoin and intends to enable fast and commission-free transactions by creating payment channels between users, Recently, Cointelegraph reported that Lightning Network transactions become available on Blockstream's Liquid sidechain. Next up, I will be talking about buying crypto with the Apple Card violates its customer agreement. According to the Apple Card customer agreement, users will not be permitted to buy cryptocurrencies using the company's upcoming credit card service. Goldman Sachs published the, the agreement on July 2nd, according to a report by Router's on the same day. As per the report, American tech giant Apple is releasing the Apple Card in partnership with investment banking company Goldman Sachs as part of a broader business plan to bring in more revenue through services offers. offerings. According to the card's customer agreement, cryptocurrency purchases fall under the heading of cash advances or cash-like transactions. The user agreement then goes to say that cash advances and cash equivalents are one among a number of banned activities for Apple Card use, meaning that buying crypto with their card is forbidden. According to Apple's website, the Apple Card is planned is a planned type of credit card service slated to launch this summer. Apple Card will be offered both through iPhone via the digital wallet app as well as through a Goldman Sachs-issued consumer credit card made out of titanium. As reported earlier today by Cointelegraph, the bank the banking giant Chase is currently facing a class action suit that hinges on whether cryptocurrency purchases qualify as a type of cash advance or cash like transaction, as described in the credit card contract. Most, most recently the judge oversees the case overseeing the case has said that they believe the defendant's interpretations, which states that cryptocurrency purchases do not fall into this category is sufficiently plausible for continuing with the lawsuit. As such, a number of Chase, Chase's motions to dismiss have been denied, as they are closely related to the issue. Next, I'll be talking about Grayscale to conduct one of the largest single-day crypto transfers. Today, digital asset management fund Grayscale Investments will transfer nearly $3 billion worth in cryptocurrency holdings to American major crypto wallet provider and exchange, Coinbase. Largest single crypto transfer? As Forbes reported on August 2nd, Grayscale is going to move almost $3 billion worth of its digital currency holdings, including Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ether, Litecoin, and Ripple, among some other tokens, to Coinbase, where Coinbase Custody will service, or sorry, Coinbase custody will serve as a custodian of the underlying assets for the company's product together with its cryptocurrency holdings. Grayscale will transfer its publicly quoted cryptocurrency trust into a, into its Grayscale digital large cap fund to Coinbase. The transfer will thus apparently be one of the largest single day transfers of crypto assets ever conducted. Commenting on the deal, Sam, McIlvenge, Coinbase Custody Chief Executive, said, As a New York State chartered trust company, Coinbase Custody is held to the same fiduciary standards as national banks. We also offer some of the broadest and deepest insurance coverages in the crypto industry hitting new records. In July, in mid-July, Grayscale recorded an all-time high volume of assets under management of 2.7 billion. In such a way, the figure marked a near tripling of assets under management by the company since the pre- preceding quarter. As previously reported, Grayscale's investment Bitcoin trust will be was up almost 300% on the year as of July 9th. At the time, the trust was yielding a 296% year-to-date appreciation, a stratospheric increase in compare, as compared to mainstream investments reflected in the S&P, which was 18.7%, and the global Dow, which was at 12.9% over the same period of time. Coinbase custody revealed in June that it held 1.3 billion in assets under custody and the firm expects to hit 2 billion very soon. A lot of people have been talking about Litecoin recently due to the halving that will be coming up on August 5th. The last time it halved was in August 25th of 2015, nearly four years ago. Since then, the price has gone up by nearly 2,400%. The market cap has surpassed $6 Uh, The average block size jumped 513%. The number of active addresses went up seven times. The hash rate, or the computing power of the Litecoin network, is up by 37,000%, while the mining difficulty has also skyrocketed. Transactions are up... 475%, and the average number of tweets on the week is up about 24%, and Google Trends is showing more searches for Litecoin. The halving is bound to bring some changes, which is why the traders are bracing for a period of increased volatility, while miners will be earning lower rewards. As previously reported, though, Litecoin creator Charlie Lee, who claims that he sold all his Litecoin holding in 2017, said that the halving is always a shock to the system, and some miners will not be profitable and will shut down their machines. If a large percentage of miners shut down their machines, then it would slow down the network for some time. For Litecoin, it's two and a half days until the change, so possibly seven days, explains Lee, adding that the mining difficulty will read just and everything will be fine after that period. Also, according to Lee, this having should already be priced in by the market as everyone knew it was coming. And for the last story of the day, Bitcoin.com appoints new CEO as Roger Veer leaves position. Bitcoin.com has appointed Stefan Rust as the company's new chief executive officer as Roger Veer leaves the post, according to an announcement published on August 2nd. Rust will continue working on the development of the company's new products and services that promote peer-to-peer electronic cash. Commenting, Commenting on the appointment, Rust said, quote, I'm hugely excited to take on the role of CEO working alongside Roger. Together, we can now turbocharge the awesome team and great brand that is Bitcoin.com. We will play an integral part in making money work for everybody as society undergoes such an enormous and pivotal change. It's going to be a wild ride, so don't miss it." End quote. Prior to becoming Bitcoin.com CEO, Russ served as the company's global head of corporate and business development. Rust is also the chairman emeritus of the Mobile Ecosystem Forum, while previously he served as tech giant Simon's American Telecoms Equipment Company, Lucent, and former manufacturer of computer workstations Sun Microsystems. Veer, however, will not be completely gone, but will serve as Bitcoin.com's executive chairman. The announcement does not clarify what duties this role will entail. In May, news broke that Australian computer scientist Craig Wright served Veer with a libel suite after Veer called Wright, quote, a fraud and a liar, end quote, in a YouTube video. In late July, a justice of the High Court of England and Wales dismissed the libel lawsuit against Veer as, quote, the court had no jurisdiction to hear and determine the action, end quote. So now I will just talk about some of the price action with a few top coins. Uh, we'll start with Bitcoin. Um, on the one-day time frame, we are currently sitting at $10,809 at time of recording. And um, so it's it's, it's, a, it's a bit interesting. So we're starting to come up to some heavy resistance areas, um, but we've been... Plowing through all the prior ones as well. So it's a bit hard to say where we're headed. Um, Definitely keep an eye on this level. We are currently trading over all the, um, on the 50 day, the 100 day, and the 200 day moving averages. Um, And we are trading above that on the daily chart and the four hour chart. Um, So that's, that is good in a bullish perspective. Um, Also, we did just create a, a new lower high on uh, July 28th at roughly $9,139. 90, 100, $9, um, but we are entering a pretty heavy resistance zone. Also, we have a downward uh, resistance line, trend line, from uh, the peak on June 26th at roughly 13800 and the peak on July 10th at roughly 13176 um, So if we can get through our immediate resistance, we still are going to have that looming overhead. Um, and that's going to be a pretty, pretty hard one to break. If we do break that, it could get pretty interesting, though. So uh, definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, next, we'll move on over to Ethereum. For Ethereum, we... It's a, it's a little bit different of a story. So we do have uh, a support line from the low of 2018 in December, at roughly $80. Um, and it's, there's been a support line riding all the way up and we are continuing to now see another bounce off that. Um, we do have some heavy resistance at $236 and we are currently at $223. Um, we are trading underneath the 50-day and the the 100-day moving average um, with the 200 moving average uh, acting as slight support. Um, if we do break the $236, I think our next resistance is going to be up closer to the $272 range. And then after that, it's pretty much all back to the yearly high of you know the 350 range. So, um volume is is pretty low, pretty low on the RSI as well. Um actually scratch scratch that. We're pretty neutral on the RSI, so I can see it going either way. Um we do have a lot of support um there and we did b- bounce off the 0.618 fib retracement. Uh so I'm I'm uh, definitely speculating to maybe have some long positions. Um, We'll just have to see and wait for some more confirmations on Ethereum. And lastly, I will be talking about Litecoin's technical analysis. Um, Obviously, we just talked about how the Litecoin halving is coming up in about two days. Um, Currently, the price is at $95.32 at time of recording. Um, We from, we were at a high of, uh, about $145 on June 22nd. And since then have fallen roughly 35%, uh, to where we are now. Um, we did get some support on the daily chart, um, off the 200 day moving average. Um, and, uh, But we still have the 50-day and the 100-day over top of us with the 50 um, starting to wind down now. Um, We did get a bounce off the 0.618 Fib retracement. Um, You know, and that's the golden Fib. You know, a lot of people are looking at that, a lot of traders, a lot of bots looking at that. Um, But now with the halving, there is a good chance that... uh, a lot of newer traders are going to start buying Litecoin because they think that the halving is an awesome thing. Um, but all the smart people, all the, you know, the, the big money, you know, knew and got out roughly around, uh, mid, mid June, around the 22nd. So, um, be careful with that. Uh, we are getting rejected off the point three eight two. uh, Fib at roughly ninety-eight dollars and eighty cents. Um and we're trading in a range mainly from about eighty-seven dollars to a hundred dollars roughly right now. Um anywhere in there. The RSI is pretty neutral at about forty-five. Um so a couple things to keep in mind. I would I'm not uh looking to take any long positions on Litecoin as of right now. Um I will just kind of sit on the side and wait for some confirmations. Uh, we are, uh, potentially seeing a head and shoulders get formed. We might be forming the right shoulder right now. Um, with the left shoulder being from around April 1st till April 28th and the head being the yearly high at about $150. And we could be seeing the right shoulder being formed right now, which, um, due to technical analysis theory would be a very bearish pattern, um, upon confirmations. So, uh, just something to keep an eye on. Um, and that's pretty much it for the day. Um, I will be keeping you guys updated and bringing you, uh, more content hopefully in the next few days. Um, this is obviously my first podcast and I, I would appreciate anyone that gives me feedback on things I can do to improve, uh, things that maybe you would like to see, um, anything like that, any kind of tips, suggestions, whatever, uh, is greatly appreciated. And, um, uh, as always have a awesome day and, uh, stay safe out there trading. See ya.